episode of the podcast, Who Taught You? They were talking about (laughs) emotional maturity. Who taught you about emotional maturity? Uh, Who, man, who, who taught you? Have you ever, do you even know what emotional maturity is? Um, It's a pretty popular term or concept these days. And um, that's what I want to talk about today. But this today is mostly for the men, right? This is something that I, uh, I did on Manhood Mondays. And uh, I, th- I feel like I wanted to do it here too. And so uh, instead of just taking that audio, I just, I, hey, let's just do it over. So um, who taught you about emotional maturity? So I was listening to this song. Uh, what was it? So the name of the song was Ring My Bell by Anita Ward. Like some of you may remember that song. Well, I guess, actually it's a pretty old song because I was a kid, I, I realized. I was, yeah, I was a kid, kid, like elementary school kid. But, but the song goes like this, like she, she, the lady's singing the song and she says, you know, I'm glad you're home. And she asks, did you really miss me? And then she says, I guess you did by the look in your eyes. Sit back, relax while I put away the rest of the dishes. And then after I do that, you and me can rock a bye and you can ring my bell. Right. <laughs> um, so I was listening to that in the garage and as I was listening, the song reminded me of old school marriage. Right? It reminded me of old school marriage. Back in the day, women did not expect men to do much beyond work and bringing home the money. The thing is, back in the day, there was a lot of men with more than one family. Okay? Uh, more than one family. Sometimes that family was in the same city or even same neighborhood, right? So, so women didn't require much, but at the same time, the men were, you know, running the streets, basically. You know, that song Papa Was a Rolling Stone, uh, that's a real thing for a lot of, a lot of families back in the day, unfortunately. Uh, so one of the things that changed women from being okay with men only providing financially Right. The thing that that kind of changed that is the fact that most women today can provide for themselves. Right. They most women don't need a man to take care of them like they can take care of themselves. Now, although women do still want a man who provides financially, that's not her main need. And the truth is, it was never her main need. That's just what we learned to accept in marriage. Right. But but uh, a husband providing financial security was never her main need. Uh, But even back then, the men were not okay either because emotionally, like they were, well, the emotions probably, they didn't recognize their own emotions, right? Because if they were emotionally, if they were emotionally okay, then they would not have needed another woman or multiple women or whatever the case, right? To make them feel feel good about whatever they were lacking or they they probably didn't even know what they were lacking but it is my contention that men who cheat are missing something emotionally for the for the most part men who cheat they're missing something what i've noticed is that um i've noticed today a lot of times men want the wife of old like the cooking the cleaning and sex on demand and whatnot but they don't realize 
that the husband of old is not sufficient to make or encourage, let's not, let's not say make, to encourage a wife today to act like the wives back in the day. Right? Let me say that again. Husbands want the wife of old. You know, the woman that's you're doing all the cooking and the cleaning, sex on demand, uh, you know, taking care of all of his needs. But we men don't realize that the husband of old, like, like you want the wife to be the old husband, but you, I mean, the old wife, but you being the old husband where you just bring home the money and that's it. Like, that's not sufficient for her. And doing that will not encourage her to act like the women back in the day. Okay. This is not going to happen. Now, I'm not so... So let me be clear, fellas. I'm not saying that what I'm about to share, what I'm about to share will make your wife act like the women from the old days. I'm not saying that because uh, there are some other dynamics at play that affect whether or not she will act that way towards you or not. Okay. But I am about to share, I am about to share something to help you be a better partner and it is the key to you enjoying your life more overall. Right. Not just your marriage, but the key to you enjoying your marriage, your, your, your life, period. The reason that we men suffer today, whether married or not, is because of one thing. Actually, let me let me change that. Not not the reason, the main reason, the main reason we men suffer today. Is because of emotional immaturity. It, yeah. Yeah. Emotional immaturity is the main reason we men suffer, right? Now, again, this is not the only thing we struggle with, but this probably accounts for about 85% of what we struggle with, right? It, it is the main thing that we suffer. See, uh, emotional immaturity is at the root of anger issues, drinking too much, being promiscuous, cheating on your wife, mistreating children, trying to be perfect can't take a joke, can't be vulnerable, afraid to cry, won't cry, think it's too weak to cry, calling yourself an alpha man. That's, that's crazy, right? Um, what Being closed-minded, living in fear, anxiety, depression, suicide, and I could keep going, right? All of these find their root in emotional immaturity. So what do I even mean by, what do I mean by emotional immaturity? Emotional immaturity is when you do not understand your emotions, which means that when you feel whatever you feel, you respond to them in a childish way or an immature way. Right. You, you don't understand your feelings. And so whenever you feel what you feel, you respond to that feeling in a childish or immature way. Now, the reason that there are so many emotionally immature adults is because they were likely raised by immature parents, right? Yeah, being raised by immature parents almost guarantees that uh, these children are going to be emotionally immature as well. Like, you cannot give your, your child what you do not have. And if you don't have emotional immaturity, you can't pass it on to your children. That was That 100% is my reality. Like, I feel like I was a good parent, I, I, a good dad. I did the best that I knew how to do. But I do know in hindsight, I was not emotionally mature. And sure enough, neither are my children, right? They, they struggle with emotional maturity. But the issue is even worse for men because emotional immaturity is not just modeled for us. 
right? We don't just see men walking around being emotionally immature. It's actually intentionally taught to us. That's crazy. Like, they teach us to be emotionally immature. That is why by the time most boys are five years old, they've learned that crying is weak. There's no such thing as uh, it hurts. And the only emotion that is acceptable is anger. That's the only thing. That's the only thing um, boys, young males are allowed to feel express. Everything else gets dismissed, and, and so then we have to suppress it, right? We're taught to suppress most of what we feel, so we never learn how to process any of our emotions. The result of that is every emotion then starts to look like anger, right? So that may help you. You may know a brother. Um, when he feels lonely, anger comes out, right? When he's sad, anger comes out. When he's afraid, anger comes out. It's like growing up all your life. It's like growing up all your life speaking one language, right? Let's call it let's call it man language to help us understand, right? Just understand this example. So you grew up all your life speaking quote unquote man language. And then you arrive to adulthood and realize you have to learn a whole new language. And these two languages are not sister languages, right? We're gonna call the new language human language. So all your life, you've been te you've been talking, you've learned and been talking man language. But then now you get to adulthood and you got to learn hum human language. But that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is not the fact that you have to learn to speak differently. It's not the fact that you got to learn a whole new language that you're not familiar with at all. Mm -mm. The biggest problem is that you learned that you need to learn a new language. You hear what I'm saying? The problem is you learned that you need to learn a new language. Like no one taught you, hey, when you get to adulthood, just be advised. You're going to have to learn something completely new. You got to learn a completely new language when you get to adult. Like nobody told you that. You figured it out by realizing that the world expects you to already be fluent in the new language and they treat you as such. Right. They don't treat you as if you are a beginner just learning this new language. And because you don't want the world to know that you don't know, um, you, you don't, I'm sorry, because you don't want the world to know that you don't know what they think you should know, you put on a mask and you act like you can speak the language while also trying to learn it. Or then some men are like, I'm not learning a new language. This is who I am. This is how men are. Right. So. This whole learning a new way to be different than we're raised is not easy. And so I hope that little analogy makes sense. Uh, but that's the life of a man going all through childhood, all through his life, learning to do life one way. And then we get to adulthood and realize we've been bamboozled. This is not even how you do life. Like you're not supposed to do life emotionless. You're not supposed to do life and only focus on work. You're not supposed to do life and be angry all the time. I, we thought that would, that's, that's new for us. Like, oh, wow, okay. And what a lot of women may not realize is that most men suffer in silence because of the emotional loneliness we feel inside. This loneliness doesn't, uh, it, this loneliness doesn't have anything to do with whether or not we're around people. 
right? This loneliness we feel inside, we feel it whether we're in a group or not, right? We carry it with us. This is why we wear a mask. This, this is why the majority of men wear a mask. And the men who walk around without a mask is not because they came that way from their childhood. I would venture to say they did some work and they were able to take their mask off. The reason we wear this mask is because we, we fear being labeled as weak if we allow others to know that we're lonely. It, isn't that crazy? Like, I'm lonely, but I'm afraid to let someone know that I'm lonely which means no one can come meet my lonely need. It's like <laughs> a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? But the fact that we're hiding prevents us from addressing the real issue. So, yeah, the problem perpetuates itself. The emotional loneliness comes from not having enough emotional intimacy with other people. That's, that's where the emotional loneliness comes from. But because of the way we are raised as boys... Most of us do not know how to be intimate emotionally because we were taught to deny most of what we feel. And the sad part is we are still raising boys like that today. Emotional intimacy is when you can be vulnerable about how you feel about any and everything. Right. And you don't need a whole lot of people to be uh, emotionally intimate, with, but you do need somebody. If you don't, if you don't have that kind of connection, you are going to suffer. Okay, growing up in a family with emotionally immature parents is a lonely experience. Why? Because these these parents may provide for the child's physical needs like clothes and food, but they lack the emotional maturity to connect with their child. This creates a huge hole in the child's soul which makes it difficult for them to develop a sense of value or it, 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 all, it also makes it difficult for them to develop uh, a sense that they matter. Sadly, a lot of men um, function so well that people think they don't have problems, right? So, so, so some men, they've, they've become so comfortable in their mask and they've um, gotten so good at operating in this, fake facade that folk don't even know they got problems. As a matter of fact, it's some time for these uh, men to take their own pain seriously because of how successful they feel they are, right? They feel guilty for complaining, right? They come in my office and they tell me things like, man, I have it all. I shouldn't be sad because I have nothing to complain about, right? That's what they think. This is because they are focusing on their physical needs, but they are unaware of their emotional needs, which is where the deep pain is, right? The deep pain is in the emotions. So what are, what are some of the traits of emotional immaturity, right? Let's go through some of the traits of emotional immaturity. Uh, so number one, being impulsive instead of thinking things through. That's a sign of immaturity. I'm not saying, uh, and this is with all of these, unless I say different. So I'm not saying that being impulsive is emotional immaturity. I'm saying being impulsive is a sign of emotional immaturity, meaning I don't know if you're emotionally immature or not, but you're acting like it when you are impulsive, right? That makes sense. So number two, having a low tolerance 
having a, a low stress tolerance, having a low tolerance for stress, right? Uh, emotionally immature men do not handle stress well, uh, so they make decisions based on what feels best in the moment. And oftentimes, they follow the path of least resistance, even if the path of least resistance is not the best path, right? And then afterwards, what they do is they beat themselves up for not doing what they knew they should have done in the first place. Now, that's 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 crazy. That's that's what I used to do. And I guess I still do it sometimes. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, another sign of emotional immaturity is when you interpret situations, how you feel is more important than what's actually happening. Right. How you feel is more important than what is actually happening. What is true does not matter as much as what feels true. Yeah, facts, logic, and history are all ignored if how you feel contradicts the facts, logic, and history. Right? You're going to go with what you feel. That's emotional immaturity. Emotionally immature men are egocentric like children. Right? They are preoccupied with themselves, and they think that everything is about them. Right? So, so if my wife is mad at me, then it must be because of me. Like if she mad at me, it must be because I'm not good enough or because I did such and such or, you know, we want to take responsibility for everything. Like if she's too tired for sex, then it must be because I'm not good enough. If she doesn't show me enough tension, then it must be uh, because something about me or something that I did. These men cannot see life without themselves at the center of it. That's dangerous and it's going to cause you a whole lot more pain. All right. You go. You're going to suffer a lot uh, being in that space. Um, here's another one. Emotionally immature men are not self-reflective. They're not self-reflective. When you talk to them, they don't ask follow-up questions or um, they're not curious about the details of your experience. You feel me now? Also, because they lack self-reflection, it's hard for them to see their, their role in a problem. So, you know, wives, you may be in a relationship with your husband and your husband may not even see his role in the problem that brought y'all to therapy because he has difficulty self-reflecting, right? These people, these, these guys, they don't assess their own behavior or question their motives. If they hurt you, they will defend themselves by explaining that they didn't intend to hurt you. And then in their minds, the thought is like, you can't blame me for what I did, because that's not what I intended to do. What? Yeah, that's that, that's what they think. That's what they think. Emotionally immature men have difficulty showing empathy and they are emotionally sensitive. Right. They're emotionally sensitive. But now sometimes this sensitivity is not apparent because they work really, really hard to suppress how they feel. So it may seem like nothing bothers them. When you are out of touch with your own um, with your own emotions, it's going to be even harder to understand how someone else feels. Like you can't have true em empathy for someone else when you don't even know how you feel. And the thing is, empathy is necessary for true emotional intimacy. Like it's it's absolutely necessary. OK. And then the men who have um, this is another one. Men who have 
elevated sex. No, I'm sorry. Men who have elevated sex to the place of I have to have it and I need a lot of it. Right. Men who 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 has elevated sex to that level are more than likely emotionally immature. Yeah, they're afraid. They are afraid of the emotional intimacy. So the way they connect and feel is to is through um, physical intimacy. Because emotional intimacy, like, I don't even understand that. And so they stick with the physical. The problem is that women typically are not interested in sex with their husband when there is no emotional intimacy. See, these men think, you know, I just got a high sex drive. Like, I just need it a lot. I got a high sex drive. But what they don't realize is that, number one, sex is not a need. Right? When I talk to these brothers, they really believe that they need sex. Sex is not a need. And then number two, well, so I heard someone say, yes, it is. Sex is not a need because if it was a need, then children would need it and they don't. Okay. Number two, if they did the work to heal what has been broken emotionally, then their need for sex all the time will go down, if not go away at all altogether. Right. That is why when these men do not get sex, they feel alone, unloved and unseen. I, 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 before I understood this reality, it was confusing to me that, you know, fellas were coming into my office and saying that, you know, they feel like their wife don't love them and feel like she doesn't value him and see him. And it seemed like everything was good from the wife's perspective, except the sex, like the sex wasn't happening much. And what I realized is this, these men had connected their interactions with their wife or, or, or they've, they've connected how they feel, whether they feel valued, special or whatever to sex. And that's, I mean, that's, that's dangerous, right? My challenge to you men is to do the work that needs to be done to become the person that you need to become in order to have the deep connections we humans long for, right? That's my, that's my challenge, my challenge to you. Um, just like, you know, just like praying cannot meet the physical need of water, anything physical like sex or money or whatever cannot meet the emotional need for connection. Prayer can't meet the physical need of, of water. Like you can pray all you want to, that's not going to quench my thirst. And in the same way, you can touch me all day and you, we can have sex all day and you can kiss me all day. That's not going to meet my need for emotional connection. I hope that makes sense. Right. When you replace emotional needs with physical needs, you will malfunction as a human being. I promise you. I promise you. Truth be told, this is the reason a lot of men cheat and the reason that the cheating never meets the real need for connection. Right. It don't meet the need for connection. And so, um, fellas, what I want to encourage you to do, like I say, get you some help. Um, find you a safe space where you can talk to someone, um, like do the work because like you're, you're living your life subpar. Let me just say, let me say it that way. You're living, you're living your wife subpar. And, um, you know, this is on the heels of last week with, uh, with DJ Twitch committing suicide, killing himself. Uh, it's just, you know, the, the, the fact that the suicide rate in men 
is as alarming as it is. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's 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 quite alarming. But it is because of this emotional immaturity thing, and and along with that, the the because part of the emotional immaturity is suppressing how I feel, so that I can be accepted as normal. But you're not acting normal. You're not acting like a human being. Right? You are denying your humanity. But that's what we are raised to do. So how do I do something different? You got to learn it different because, you know, if you learn it wrong, you're going to live it wrong. So you have to learn how to process emotions. You have to learn how to, you got to learn what your emotions mean. Right? Like sadness means um, I lost something. I feel sad because I lost something. And then um, anger means I feel like I've been mistreated. Like well, that was unfair. It was unjust. I feel mistreated. So you you want to know we want to know what your emotions mean so that you can process them, uh, because you probably have a whole lot of stuff inside that you've never addressed. Buried emotions don't die. Just I hope you know that. Like you can try to suppress them and bury them all you want. Buried emotions do not die. So if the buried emotions don't die, what do they do? They just go dormant until somebody pushes a trigger or a button and poof, pow, here they come. Right. So um, there's a book that I believe would be beneficial to you guys. It's called uh, what's the name of the book? Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. Excellent book. And then they have a companion book called Recovering from emotionally immature parents but um i got a lot of this content from there and so this is this is uh it's it's a really good book a really good find for you to uh to dive into to understand emotional mature because here's at the end of the day we men we tend to think that we are logical creatures we're not logical we are we are all emotional beings all of us think about it if you were logic, if we were logical creatures, there would be no crime. There'd be no one overweight. There would be no, you know, like, like I know what to do. I got a treadmill at my house and I got weights downstairs. I know what to do to get in shape. Don't eat that and go get on that treadmill. But am I doing that? No. Why? Because logic says, do this, you get that result. But my emotions say, I don't feel like it, right? Everybody does what they feel like doing. And so to suppress and deny your emotions, you're going to hurt yourself. That's just not, that's not. Now, your emotions can't run your life. We, we cannot, we cannot live life being, uh, you know, your, your emotions cannot dictate your life and your choices or whatever. But at, at the same time, you cannot deny your emotions right we make choices and solve problems with logic but we got to acknowledge the emotions and process that stuff and get it out all the buried emotions that you got in there you may need to forgive somebody forgiveness is uh necessary for emotional wholeness like forgiveness is necessary and so um i want you to i want you to work on like like if you got to get a list like a piece of paper write out a list of people who you feel like you got to forgive and put people on the list where you don't even know like i'm sure i'm i'm, a, I'm unsure if i need to forgive them well put them on the list put them on the list anyway and then work through it okay 
All right. So hope this was helpful for you. No, this um, episode is a little shorter than uh, normal, but I just wanted to speak on that for a little bit. And if you guys any, have any questions, as always, email me at Clifton, Clifton at CliftonBrantley.com or Clifton, C-L-I-F-T-O-N at AbetterFamilyNow.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of each other. And I pray God's most ridiculous blessings over your life.